Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to the Soul of Business. This is a brand new segment on Workday Afternoon on Money FM 89.3, where we turn the spotlight to the good that companies try to do. The School Pocket Money Fund is a community project initiated by the Straits Times, which provides pocket money to children from low-income families to help them through school. The children can use the money they receive for school-related expenses, such as buying a meal during recess, paying for transport, or meeting other schooling needs. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Tan Bi Hyong, General Manager of the Straits Times School Pocket Money Fund, to tell us more about the Pocket Money Fund, SPH's community initiatives, and their continual support of those initiatives. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Clarissa, for having me. It is my pleasure, and it is also, I think, very timely because... As we go into what might be a technical recession, everyone is worried about how our lowest income families will cope. These kind of initiatives like the School Pocket Money Fund will certainly help them, right? Yes. So can you help, for the benefit of our listeners, can you describe how the Straits Times Pocket Money works, the fund works? You know, how do you provide money to the children? Basically, tell us everything. Yes, okay. Right. Um, The Straits Times School Pocket Money Fund, or in short, SPMF, works closely with 257 schools Mm -hmm. and 68 dispersing agencies, such as the Family Service Centres, Special Needs Schools and Children's Homes. Our dispersing partners help us identify the students who meet our income criteria and other requirements to provide the pocket money to these students from low-income families. The fund actually supports close to 10,000 students a year. Mm -hmm. Our students from primary school receive $60 a month, Mm -hmm. while secondary school students get $90 a month. We support them up to 24 months. Back in 2014, which was about five years ago, we started supporting post-secondary students as well. SPMF earmarks an allocated amount to extend support to students in ITEs, junior colleges and polytechnics at $120 a month. Mm -hmm. So our fund has helped thousands of families tied over critical periods when they were undergoing difficult times. Mm -hmm. With the interim uh, assistance received from SPMF, many families were able to concentrate on working towards improving their situations while the children could focus on their studies. So is there a limit to the amount of assistance that you will give them? We try. um, The time limit is 24 months for primary and secondary. Mm -hmm. For post-secondary is up to four years. Okay. Yes. And how do you identify or how do your partners identify these students? Are they based on on their income levels or their family's income levels? Does how well they do in school have anything to do with it? Oh, no, definitely not. We help every child that needs to go to school. And and the mission is simple. We want to keep them in school right. so that they're not deprived of education purely because of financial difficulty. Of course, there are incomes, uh, income ceiling and other criteria. By mm-hmm. income ceiling, we mean uh, students whose family per capita monthly household income is not more than 655. Right. And there are other criteria as well, such as the housing type, mm-hmm. uh, the citizenship, and uh, so on and so forth. Yeah. So you really just want to help the kids who yes, need it the that's most. Right. That's right. And I think it's great that you don't take into consideration how well they do in school because mm-hmm. I think when you're worried about where your next meal is coming from, maybe you're mm-hmm. not doing so well right, in school right. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who are, With these key partners, how did you identify them that, that you work with, that the fund works with? 
Okay. Um, as mentioned earlier, we work. Uh, we we work with agencies, mm-hmm. right? Because they're closest to the ground. Right. They're able to identify families mm-hmm. with difficulties, and to reach out to them, uh, they help us provide the school packet money so that the family will come back for any other counselling or services that they need. Okay. And it's especially schools because schools have thousands of students, you know, and, and they are the in the best position to help us reach out to these students. So they will look at the applications uh, sent to them and assess uh, if they are eligible and help us give out the money to them. But of course, by partners, we don't just refer to agencies and schools. We work with many corporate partners, mm-hmm. individual partners, uh, who work with us to, to contribute, to donate, to volunteer. So for instance, several organisations have recently stepped forward to donate during the anniversary celebrations or during the annual dinner and dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have individuals who donate in celebration of birthdays, weddings, or in memory of their loved ones. So these partners and sponsors have helped in a big way to make a difference to the lives of the children and families in need. All right. We are speaking to Tan Bi Hyung, General Manager of the Straits Times School Pocket Money Fund. Okay. I have worked in SPH for over seven years now. <laughs> I have to admit, I'm not entirely sure how the fund works in, in the sense of can anybody contribute to it? <laughs> <laughs> of course, we welcome anyone who would like to help the fun. Yeah. I'm terrible, right. Right? right? I know the fun exists. I know we do great work with the fund. But I'm like, if I wanted to make a personal mm, donation, mm, so mm, how mm. does a person do that? Someone listening right now goes, hey, that's good. I want to make a donation. How do they do it? There are many ways to do it. Of course, all the information a donor needs to know Mm -hmm. is on our website. Mm -hmm. Well, one is um, to send a check to SPMF. The other is really to go to our website. You can donate online. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can donate with your credit card. Uh, You can donate uh, via bank transfers. Mm -hmm. In fact, we have PayNow. We we have all, all ways. Of 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 um, enabling donors, yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, even come, even we even have donors who come to our office and say, "Hey, here, this is a bag of cash." Oh, a bag of cash. That's pretty good. Right. Um, and and we are heartened to 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 know that there are parents who encourage their children to help children in need. Mm -hmm. In fact, there were occasions where you know parents bring their kids here down to SBH to tell us that their children have have saved this sum of money every day Aww. for the past six months uh-huh. and they would now like to bring this piggy bank to us to donate. I, I think it's great because it That's teaches wonderful. the kid from young that they need to give back. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think that's great. You know, I, I don't know whether you do that yet, but if there was some way that you could, particularly kids who donate to other kids, if you could connect them at an event or something, it would absolutely be wonderful. Oh, yes. I, I mean, we do have an annual event called mm-hmm. the, the Child Aid. Okay. Right. The Child Aid um, uh, was started about 15 years ago. In okay. fact, this year is, is, it's into its 15th anniversary. All right. Um, it's all about children helping, cho- helping children. Mm-hmm. It showcases young talents, uh, encouraging young people to give to the community through performing arts. Mm-hmm. And um, organized by the Streets Times and Business Times, we are happy that we have regular major sponsors like, say, UOB and City, who supports us every year mm-hmm. for many years. And right. this child aid actually helps us raise about two million every year. It's mm-hmm. very important to us. And this it's very is important re- to your yes, beneficiaries. That's right. Yeah. Mm. 
Okay. So it's it's going to happen in November if I may do a little bit of publicity. Oh, <laughs> November 20th and 21st it's going to happen at Esplanade Theatre. So well, if, if anyone you wishes to buy tickets, uh, buy tickets. <laughs> yes, join us and do a good course. <laughs> right. I was going to ask you about key initiatives. I think child aid is one of them. Yes, Actually, it's yes. probably your biggest one, right? Mm, yes. What else do you do to raise money? Right. Most of the, the time, we work with our corporate partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, say, for instance, if an organization wishes to fundraise for us, they want to have a fundraising project, mm-hmm. uh, we will give the necessary advice for them to know how to apply for fundraising license if they are raising funds through the public and what they need to look up for if they are accepting donations, uh, what to do, how to make sure they have the necessary information given to mm-hmm. us so they can get tax exemption. Uh, yes, we, we, we even help them at that event uh, if they need support. Right. right. This is how we work with them. And very importantly nowadays, businesses want to align their business uh, with charity work mm-hmm. and at the same time expand it out to, to enable their staff and partners to know what is the cause that they're helping. Right. So, so we support them in a way by giving them the, the right messaging, telling them what the cause is about, sending mm-hmm. them information about the charity so they can broadcast to the partners they work with to enable them to have a successful Which spreads the message. Yes, that's right. All right. We are speaking to Tan Bi-hyung, General Manager of the Straits Times School Pocket Money Fund. Now, if you've just joined us, School Pocket Money Fund assists and helps to support about 10,000 children yearly. Is that number going to grow, do you think? Um, at the moment, uh, we see every year that it's, it hovers around 10,000, mm-hmm. right? I, I think we are going to review our policies, which I can't announce at this point. But <laughs> I think it's time. Uh, I, I, we know that there are uh, families who, who fall through the cracks and yep. we want to help them. So we are actually looking at the, the, the trend mm-hmm. in, in the social service sector to see how we can reach out to these kids by changing some of the qualifications or requirements for, for students who can qualify uh, for this fund. So I think with this change, uh, we may see an increase in the number of children we help. So at this point, we have about 10,000 kids mm-hmm. and every year we need to disperse about 6.5 million. Okay. And for the past like 20 years, we were started in the year 2000, uh, we have given out about um, 70 million mm-hmm. to help 170,000 children. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's been a while go. since this fund has been in existence. My question is, do you have any success stories? You know, kids who mm. started out being on the fund who should be at this point, university going age or, <laughs> or young professionals Yes, I can think of two. I mean, it's timely because just last week, uh, we were trying to invite a, a past beneficiary to mm-hmm. attend one of our events. And he actually said, thank you so much for remembering me. Mm-hmm. I remember his story like some um, 20 years ago because he was one of our first beneficiaries we helped. Right. And in a video that we made of him, he was actually our ambassador okay. at that time. In, in the video, he said he wished to become an architect. Mm-hmm. So when we spoke to him recently, he said, you know, I am, I am now an architect. Oh. And I'm an architect in Melbourne. Oh, that's right. and, 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 and he said he would love to come down, but he couldn't because he's in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Right. So the other success story is about a girl whom we helped like uh, five years ago. Okay. Um, without the fund, she was actually selling toothbrushes from door to door oh. to help with the family. Sure. Uh, 
he, she has two siblings and and uh, raised by a single mother. Mm-hmm. So with our fun, uh, she was able to focus on her studies. And um, I must say, right now she's pursuing a degree in in uh, medicine, and uh, is having a scholarship doing that. Yeah. So we'd be so happy for our two beneficiaries. That's absolutely yeah. wonderful. And uh, you know, the thing is, the one way that we really can change the direction of a life is through education. Yes. It's it's it, that it, that is the best way to raise everyone in society. So I do I do hope your your changes to your initiatives to your to your policies will help more children. How can we help you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course. Um, we will need more publicity about okay. what we do. Um, as it is, uh, fundraising is uh, never easy. Sure. Um, I think the challenge in, in raising funds is the same for all charities because mm. um, of uh, the growth in the number of charities, the growth in number of causes, uh, worthy causes uh, that need support. Um, and, and there are many challenges we face. So we will definitely love to, to have uh, more help in, in publicizing. Now, what are some of the challenges we face? So yes. for, the, for the past few years, uh, we, we see donors moving away from the traditional donation stream mm-hmm. and higher donor expectations with increased regu- and, and increased regulations and so on. We have to entice more donors to donate to our cause. Uh, so we have to um, make changes to the technology mm-hmm. that is currently here. Technological changes are affecting the way our donors are donating. Um, and uh, say, for instance, the, the rise of giving via online fundraising platforms is an empowering way for people to give, but it also cut up charities uh, to allow donors to give directly to individuals mm-hmm. they want to support. Um, but I believe charities with institutional public, uh, public character or IPCs are important as the trusted organisation with the structure and means uh, to ensure that the donation actually achieve the intended impact. So, so well, uh, we understand the trend is moving towards online fundraising. So uh, SPMF is working to keep up with this new technology. It will get more challenging in the sure. next few years. Sure. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I want to see these challenges as new opportunities for us to improve the way we reach out and to, and to fundraise. Yeah, And uh, not forgetting that the other challenge is you... you will be aware of the data protection and all that. Mm, we, mm. we have to st- uh, make sure uh, that our processes are robust and the changes in um, the charity regulations, the governance and so on. I mean, right. I'm, I'm happy to say that now SPMF's governance is, 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 is great. We don't have um, any issues with, mm-hmm. with the charity, uh, uh, Commission of Charities, but we, we want to look at how we can do better. Right. And, and how uh, we can ensure that every money, every cent that is given to us goes towards helping the beneficiaries we want to support. Yeah. All right. Tan Bi Hyong, General Manager of the Straits Times School Pocket Money Fund. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us and, sh- and shedding some light on what it is that the fund does, who they help. And if you need any assistance promoting it, I will be very happy to do so on my show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for talking to us on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.